Welcome to the Soul First Podcast with your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and conduit for spirit. My mission is to help you see and experience your life from a soul first perspective, where you lead with your heart, your soul, and your divine gifts. We are here in this lifetime, living a beautifully human experience. And even with its challenges and lessons, our lives are nothing less than extraordinary. Let's change our worlds together, bringing darkness to light, healing to the world, and love into the hearts of many. So take a breath, open your heart, and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to an episode of the Soul First podcast. I'm still getting used to saying that after having been the Soul Service podcast for such a long time, but I'm loving this beautiful energy shift and all of the things that are coming with it. So on today's episode, um, I really want to dive into Spirit Babes, and early births and the energies of fertility and infertility in our lives. And really it's more fertility and sterility versus infertility. It's a little bit of a different energy. Now, as you may have heard on the previous podcast episode in which I shared about my experiences with the Earth Daughters Festival and all of the beautiful healing that went on there, I had literally the week of the festival experienced an early birth. So for those of you who don't know what an early birth is, it is a miscarriage and I also call abortions early birth. Now, I'm sure that there might be some feelings that come up during this episode. And I invite you, especially if you have deep feelings around these things, uh, maybe you've experienced early births yourself, whether it was miscarriage or abortion, um, really come into your heart space as you listen. This is not something that's meant to be judgmental or shameful or anything. And if those emotions or if there's pain or grief or anger or anything that comes up as we talk about these things, I really want you to sit with those emotions and just see where they are coming from. Why are they coming up? What is it that is invoking these emotions? So I haven't openly talked about my experiences with early births, but I have experienced five. Now, there's only a few people until now that know that about me. And it's now just, I feel a time where I really want to share from my heart because it's not something to be ashamed of. And, you know, so many women carry deep grief, deep shame, deep judgments around it for whatever reason the early birth occurred. And there's also, and I know I personally experienced this, this feeling of me not knowing 
motherhood or that the sacredness of that journey, because I haven't birthed a live babe into this world. And that was something that I really struggled with and had to move through, especially most recently at the Earth Daughters Festival in August, because there was that beautiful closing of the bones ceremony. And if you haven't heard that episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it because I do beautifully go into detail about my experience with that. But just as a brief overview, the closing of the bones ceremony is for any woman who has been pregnant, whether she has had an early birth or a live birth. So the closing of the bones beautifully is meant to to close off that energy portal um, between babes, between pregnancies, um, and to, just to close off that energy because it's it's a sacred container to come into pregnancy. Now, for me, because I hadn't birthed a, and I still haven't, obviously, um, I haven't birthed a live babe into this world. I really felt on some level that I shouldn't be a part of it, even though my soul was longing for it. And I beautifully received permission and a deep opening and welcoming to that ceremony because energetically there is no difference between someone who's only experienced early births versus someone who has birthed a live babe into this world. Energetically, it is the same. And you are as much a mother as someone who has live children in this world. And that's something that a lot of women and myself included carry shame around. I've really worked hard, not even hard, but I've really worked diligently and dedicatedly to allow myself to release that deep shame or that feeling of, I don't actually belong here because those excuses, those reasons, those judgments, I do belong. And when we go through the portal of pregnancy for however long that is, we are opening ourselves up to that divine wisdom of motherhood. We are no longer maidens. We've moved from maiden into mother. So we really need to sit and honor ourselves for the wisdom that we have for the deepened intuition. Now, I have been asked by a couple of close people in my life, the, the few that do know that I've experienced early births, if I am worried about infertility, if I've seen a doctor or anything like that. And it's a very interesting question because no, I'm I'm not worried in the slightest, even though there's been five. Now, on one hand, I could 
be worried and I could go the Western medicine route and go down the path of fear. And interestingly enough, when I was when I was younger, because of the birth trauma that my mother carries and the losses of babes that she experienced, there was a part of me that would always say, if I could even get pregnant, I don't know. And I had those fears and I had those doubts about whether I was meant meant to or even able to have a child. And yet I'm sitting here without a child at this point in time, deeply at peace with where I'm at. But that didn't come without doing inner work and and healing. So no, I am not worried in the slightest. And there are a few reasons for that. Now, number one, not everyone is meant to bring a child into this world. However, that number is so small compared to those that have the ability to bring a child into this world. So not everyone's meant to have a child in this world. Not everyone is meant to have a soulmate in this lifetime. Some people are meant to walk alone and take on harder lessons for whatever the reasons behind that are. But the energy of fertility and infertility or, or fertility and more, more aligned is sterility is it's more complex and it is not just about the physical. The physical is one of the last things to it's one of the last things to actually come into place. And we have to address ourselves as a whole. So I'm not worried. I'm not worried about infertility for me. Like I said, for multiple reasons. So one is I am deeply connected to and surrendered into spirit. I know that no matter what, I cannot fully control the outcome of my life. I can allow myself to surrender to and be led by spirit, making decisions, taking action, that is either in my highest alignment or not in my highest alignment. The more that I am in my highest alignment, the more ease-filled my lessons will be, 
my life will be. The more that I am out of alignment or away from my highest alignment, the more challenging the lessons will be. But there are gifts within all of the paths. And ultimately, I know that at the end of this lifetime, if for some reason I do not birth a babe into this world, that it's okay. And I am at peace with it. Even though I do, in fact, have a very deep longing and readiness for this. So my surrender and peace to spirit is not a, I'm giving everything over to you and I take no responsibility. It is the energy of, I beautifully fully take responsibility for my life and also know that I am being supported in all of the ways that I truly need even if it's not always what I want. And it sounds a little bit crazy to be in that space because it it doesn't fully make sense to someone who's not feeling it. But it's a deeply peaceful place to be. It allows you to walk through chaos without being of the chaos. It allows you to move through life and receive lessons and challenges with an open heart rather than from a place of powerlessness and victimhood. It allows you to know on a deep, deep level that everything we experience is bigger than what we could even fully comprehend. Our soul knows, but our human consciousness can only comprehend and and fully feel and know so much our soul our soul's knowledge is is infinite limitless but as humans we just don't have the capacity to know everything and that's why we have to learn lessons to help the evolution of our soul so that our soul can grow and take on new challenges and lessons and teachings and purpose and missions and all of the things that we're meant to do across many lifetimes. So everything in our life is beautiful, beautifully for us, whether it's challenging or ease filled. It's for us. And it's bigger. It's bigger than the everyday worries that we have and everyday problems that we have. 
if you were to zoom out all the way to the perspective of creator itself, God, spirit, creator, by whatever name you call it, if you were to be able to zoom out all the way to that perspective, it would just be a blip on the radar. And while it has significance, it also doesn't at the same time. So I am deeply at peace with what life will bring to me. And I know that I will have to receive lessons along the way. You know, with each pregnancy that I have had, with each early birth that I've had, I've had to move through profound lessons. Some were when I was not even awake yet. I was deeply entrenched in the mundane life of pushing my body and giving my giving all of myself to the military and to work and to everyone else. And then there were ones where I was on my spiritual path and able to deeply receive those lessons in the way that I needed to. And each one has given me gifts, has helped me to grow, has helped me to heal, has helped me to understand life and everything differently, and has helped me to even prepare for when that babe is ready to come through. Now, the other thing, and another reason that I am not worried at all about infertility is because I do feel and sense my spirit babes that will come down. Now, everything is still free will and choice. So if I if I really don't want it, they won't come. But if I do, and I set myself up in highest alignment, they will. Now, spirit babes are the souls that are meant to come through. And not everyone communicates with their spirit babes in the same way. Though when they are ready, they will give us signs. Now, some people may get names. They may have a lot of very specific details that they've that their spirit babes have shared with them. Maybe they can see them. Maybe they in go and meditate and connect with them. Um, it might be very descriptive. And in other cases, you may not consciously sense them at all. But our spirit babes are communicating with us, whether it is through dreams, whether it is through desires, 
through lessons. Sometimes, like I said, they're very overt. Uh, some people get names. Um, I have an idea of conception months and birth months. Um, I have an idea of gender for mine, but I'm also not attached to it because that's coming through my own in interpretation of things. So I could very well be wrong, but I don't feel that I am, but I won't know until it happens. I'm just, I have to lean into trust with that. Now, others, you may not have experiences like that. Maybe you go into meditation and, and nothing comes forward, or, you know, maybe you have an intuitive reading and again, nothing comes forward. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that they're not there. What it might mean is that you're not meant to know that they are there, not consciously. Your soul knows. But sometimes when spirit withholds information from us, it's because if we had that information, we would miss out on lessons or we would end up doing a self-fulfilling prophecy of, that's based in fear or not in our highest alignment. Or maybe we end up obsessing so then we miss all of the lessons that we're meant to have and to go through and receive. So you might be receiving really subtle signals that you would never even think would be your spirit babes communicating with you. Maybe it's a desire to go to the gym and start exercising, or maybe, you know, maybe you end up having bladder issues like, and you're suffering or not suffering, but experiencing incontinence and you decide to go see a pelvic floor physiotherapist, or maybe they put a naturopath in your way, or maybe a podcast comes across and you learn something about, I don't know, even finances or I don't know, something. And what those are doing, just the way our spirit guides and spirit supports us and brings us teachers and lessons and epiphanies and awarenesses and all of these things, our spirit babes will do the same thing, asking us to shift into higher alignment so that they may come in. But are we willing to take that guidance? And not only take it, but act upon it. You know, maybe you have a very troubled relationship with your parents. And there's a lot of deep wounds there. Maybe you keep getting triggered by things. Those are signs that you need to heal. But are you taking action on the healing or are you just sitting in the triggers? That can be your spirit babes communicating with you saying, these are things that you need to address so that I can beautifully come through. You know, the ultimate thing for all of this is we need to take responsibility for ourselves without guilt, without judgment, without shame. We must take responsibility and have the willingness to look at ourselves, to look at where we've gone wrong 
where we can beautifully make shifts, where we are not living and acting, thinking, feeling, believing in in our highest alignment. And where are we not taking responsibility for our part in the things in our life? Especially in those lessons, challenges, circumstances, traumas that we've experienced where something was done to us. But we have those experiences for a reason. And we can take responsibility for our part in them. And part of taking responsibility for our part in the things that we've experienced in this life is being willing to look at them, to heal them, to receive the gifts from those and let go of the attachments around it while keeping the wisdom that we carry. If you are holding grudges, if you refuse to forgive, if you are repeating a story over and over and over again, and you are owning it, I have this trauma. This is something I like this happened to me. And that is your story. If you were to tell your life story, that's it. And you repeat that same story, those same patterns, that's something you need to take responsibility for and heal. And forgiveness is an unburdening of oneself. Because you withholding forgiveness from another person, it's not hurting them. It's just hurting you. And it doesn't mean you have to go and say, hey, so-and-so, I forgive you for hurting me or whatever whatever it is that happened. You don't have to go and actually say you forgive someone. You just have to be willing to understand the intricacies of what is, receive the gifts that did come of it, because I can guarantee you in every single trauma in every challenge, in every lesson, there are gifts. But it's letting go of those attachments, letting go of the expectation that they have to get what's coming to them. That you somehow have to make it right. Where you're holding on to them. Let it go. It doesn't mean that you condone what happens. It doesn't mean that you ignore what happened. It just means that you're not holding it in your heart, letting it fester like a wound. So you have to take ultimate responsibility for all of the areas in your life. Now, how does this fully relate to fertility and sterility? Think of fertile ground. You're planting seeds. In order for those seeds to grow, and not every seed will grow. Some may become seedlings and die off. Some may never grow, and others will become beautiful plants. But 
in order for things to grow, there must be fertile ground. You must nourish the ground, provide it food and nutrients. You cannot do the same thing to the ground all the time and expect it to continue flourishing. I I mean, think about crop rotation. Farmers rotate crops to different fields so that nutrients get replenished and you're not just trying to suck something dry until there's nothing left. So you need to put energy and water and nutrients and love into that ground, care into that ground in order for things to grow. The same principles go with ourselves, our physical bodies, and every area of our life. Are we breeding sterility or fertility? Are you contributing to your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health? Or are you doing things that harm yourself? Are you ignoring the places that you need to heal? Are you ignoring patterns that are not serving you? Are you continuing to do things? Where are you stuck in old patterns? Because wherever you are stuck in old patterns where things are not moving forward and growing, that is sterility. Sterility and complacency are on that same level. The physical is one of the last things that comes into play when we have patterns, beliefs, experiences, traumas come through our energetic field. So when something is getting rooted in the physical, it's already been rooted in the other layers. So we have to address all layers of ourselves, all areas of our life. We have to look at ourselves as a whole. If you are experiencing infertility in your womb, you are experiencing that infertility or sterility in other areas of your life. So you need to start looking at those other areas because absolutely everything is interconnected. Again, where are you holding on to anger? Where are you holding on to resentment? Where are you holding on to grief and betrayal? Where are you holding on to fear, a lack of support, guilt, distrust? These energies are not serving us in the long run. They may have served us for a very short period of time for to protect us from whatever happened at a certain moment, but it's not serving us in the long run. So where are you holding on to these things? Where are you holding on to judgment of yourself and others? Where are you holding on to self-sabotaging patterns? Where are you not living your life? Where are you holding on to complacency? Because it's more comfortable to, you know, binge Netflix and complain about life and 
not exercise your body and not be grateful for the life that you have? Where are you holding on to these things that are holding you back? Because I can guarantee you those are not serving you. Now, I'm not saying that something like having a Netflix binge is inherently bad because it's not. It can be a beautiful gift sometimes to ourselves. But if that's the energy that you are constantly living in, you are living in the energy of sterility and that is going to filter into every area of your life. As a whole, we are meant to heal and to grow. We're not meant to hold on to all of these low energies. The energy that we are truly meant to live live in is the energy of love, of deep spiritual love. That is the energy of the universe, no matter what, what you believe in. What if you are religious, if you are spiritual, if you just even believe in some type of higher power, the, the overarching energy, the overarching language feeling is love. So if there is a lack of love in your life, especially within yourself, that is something that you need to address because you cannot come into that energy of fertility if you are in that energy of sterility and you are refusing to bring that love, that healing, those lessons in. So something I want to share with you, and this is, this is from the Akashics. And I asked, you know, what wisdom does the collective need about grief, infertility, and early births? So your grief is very real, but it is not your identity. The more that you take on the identity of loss, grief, infertility, and failure, the more you push away the gifts and lessons of the light. You are not a failure. You are a vessel of creation. I'm going to say that again. You are not a failure. You are a vessel of creation. Fertility and infertility are energies that permeate every area of our life. Are you close-minded, close-hearted, lacking willingness to shift your life to bring fertility into all areas? What is fertile ground? What makes it fertile? What makes you fertile? Not just in womb, but in life. You know, I really want you to sit with that. And if you need to go back and listen to it again, I encourage you to do that. Receive that lesson 
And I really want you to think about it, even journal on it. It will show you a lot about the patterns that you are bringing forward that are not serving you. Now, another thing that came through the Akashics is that in early births, whether through miscarriage or abortion, a soul is not lost or ruined if they do not incarnate into the physical through a live birth. So something that I have observed a lot of people hold on to is that each soul that comes through each early birth that you experience, there is a significant loss. And on one hand, that's true. And on another, it's not because those souls that came through were not meant to incarnate fully into this lifetime. You know, There are spirit babes who are meant to incarnate and will when you and they are ready. And then there are other souls that you may have contracts with that maybe need to come in for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, however much time it is to fulfill both a contract, lessons, and experiences on their side and on your side. You know, going back to the early births that I've experienced, each one has brought me deeper into alignment with my soul and into a place of sacredness and sovereignty. I have been studying birth for several years now. I ended up going very deep down a birthing rabbit hole where I have watched, I don't even know how many hours of birth videos. Free births, home births with midwives, hospital births with midwives, um, you know, sovereign hospital births. So many things. I have learned so many lessons. And the beautiful thing is that with, with each early birth that I experienced, I healed. And I was willing to heal. There were so many fears that came up for me. And I had to clear a lot of trauma. Um, when I first... Well, before I first started studying birth a few years ago, so it didn't even happen with the first couple of pregnancies that I experienced. But when I first started studying birth, I was coming into it with a significant amount of trauma that wasn't mine. So my mother and my own birth into this world was incredibly traumatic. It was emergency C-section, um, we apparently almost died. There's a lot of a lot of trauma around it. 
She also had trauma from her early births um, that she experienced prior to me incarnating in this world. Now, as a result of that, I thought that what I would have wanted for a birth would be in hospital, highly medicalized, uh, you know, epidurals. I don't want to feel anything. It's going to be the worst experience of my life. Like, I don't know how anybody would ever want to do this. And I don't want to be away from doctors because everything could go wrong. And, and all of these trauma stories and beliefs that weren't even mine were playing through my head and my heart, my body. So I had to really sit with them. And the beautiful thing is when I started studying birth because I was pregnant and I, and this was even prior to having a positive pregnancy test or anything like that, but I knew I could feel, I was already very in tune with my body at that point. I could feel the shifts in my bodies, the hormonal changes almost immediately, which a lot of people might dismiss and say, oh, that's crazy. But I, I know, and every single one I've had, I've had almost this identical experience each time, almost. But I knew right away. So I started going down this rabbit hole soon. And what it did through witnessing women and hearing their stories, witnessing them birth in their power, it started healing all of that trauma that I was carrying for my mother, for my grandmother and the generations before me through my lineage, because it's meant to end with me. It didn't have to, because I could have chosen not to go down that route, but I had the, I had the inkling that I needed to, needed to watch these things and needed to start absorbing this content. And now I've been studying it for the last several years. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful because I got to let go of all of that fear. And then I started learning how to ask questions and look at things from a completely different lens. And then funny enough, COVID hit. And by that point, my intuition on that front was so strong that I could see through all of the bullshit and the medicalized rhetoric that was coming through the the media and people and everything. And I knew in my heart, my soul, my body, my bones, my cells, just every part of me, I knew that one, I was safe. And number two, that I was not not going to ever take one of those vaccines because I didn't want the medical system doing things with my life. If I chose to interact with Western medicine, which it has a time and a place, it is a beautiful gift that we have, but with any gift, if we're not actually sitting in the light and also understanding the shadow of it, we are going to go into the shadow of it, which is where over-medicalization on, on so much of this comes from. But there's lessons within that too. But 
each, each early birth, each pregnancy that I have had has taught me lessons. It has asked me to look at my relationship with my parents and heal deep wounds. It's asked me to heal deep wounds and fears around becoming a mother and my capabilities around it. It has asked me to heal past life trauma. It has asked me to change my relationship with my partner. It has asked me to look at my business and so many things differently. And it is a beautiful gift. And all that's doing is that it is preparing me for when I do birth a child into this world. And I am grateful for each pregnancy and subsequent early birth because it has allowed me to heal such deep levels of myself. Now, that doesn't mean that I didn't experience deep grief, especially with this last one. The other ones I wasn't really ready for, and those pregnancies actually occurred while I had an IUD in, which the chances of that is pretty rare. Um, Now, it was non-hormonal. It was copper, so I was still ovulating, but still. It's not something that is super common. So those were those were potent. But this last one was different because I no longer have an IUD and I haven't for about a year. And this was the first one that I was deeply excited and ready for. The other ones I was still very much sitting in fear, but I was more and more ready each time. But this one I was deeply excited for. And it's still that soul chose to leave at this time. And I did grieve a lot. And, you know, I, I, at the earth daughters festival, I sobbed and I let myself feel, and I let myself release any judgment or shame or grief or guilt or anything that I was carrying that I didn't need to. I let myself fully be in that. Now, I sound very okay about it because I am beautifully at peace with it. I wasn't that first week, but I became at peace with it because I allowed myself to feel. I allowed myself to sit in the lessons. I allowed myself to do further healing. And then I sat back into faith because I know that the time will come. So sometimes different souls come through to help us learn these lessons so that we can fully prepare for when the souls of our spirit babes are meant to fully come through. And grief and loss, infertility, struggles to birth a babe into this world do not have to be our identity. And that identity doesn't serve anyone. And you can deeply honor each soul that has come through. But know that they're never lost. And sometimes it's the same soul that comes back, seeing when you're ready for them to fully come through. And other times it is different souls. But again, they're never never lost. It's never a waste. There's always a beautiful gift in it. 
And if you are open to seeing that, you can receive so much healing. Now, the last thing I do want to touch on is abortion. There is a lot of judgment around it. And the judgment, I mean, it's wrong. So deeply wrong. So whether, whether you have a miscarriage or you have an abortion, you are still, you are still experiencing an early birth and those energies are the same. Now with abortion, there may be some extra lessons and maybe you in the physical acted out your choice versus waiting for it to occur naturally. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, as women, we have a beautiful power as well to say no. And we can beautifully communicate with our bodies to release a pregnancy. Now with abortion, like I said, there might be some additional lessons around it. A big one is going to be shame. A big one is going to be shame because there is so much controversy and judgment around it. I mean, I've heard it all. Now there are some that may be very flippant about it, that it, it just is convenient, like it's not a big decision for them. But with most women, it is in fact a significant decision. And it's not a negatively selfish one. It is a beautifully selfish decision, should that occur. You are not going to hell you are not going to be rotting in eternal judgment. You are not going to be deemed the most horrible, murderous person in the world. You're not going to be judged by spirit. Every single person has had lifetimes where they have done so much wrong. And yet they are still here. It's part of our soul evolution. Now, with something like abortion, it is not an easy decision for women to make. And although women may be very deeply at peace with the decision that they make and they wouldn't have changed it, it doesn't mean that it wasn't hard. It doesn't mean that they didn't feel it in their heart. And it doesn't mean that they are horrible people. 
What it does mean is that at that point in time, for whatever reason, they had to choose themselves. And that's a beautiful thing. In life, we have numerous paths that we can take that are available to us. And each of these paths, they might have some different outcomes, different lessons that we can learn and fulfill different contracts. And there is nothing wrong with any path that we take. Some are going to be more challenging than others. It just it just depends. But we have an infinite number of paths that we can take. Some of them lead back to one another. Others don't. And, and it's beautiful. Whatever a woman chooses is beautiful. Now, where some lessons come in is were you in your heart when you made decisions? Where are you going to have to let go of grief and guilt and shame and judgment? Why is this an experience that your soul chose to go through? There, there is no black and white thinking here of this is evil, this is good, this is wrong, this is right. Life isn't like that. Our soul's journey and growth and evolution is not like that. When we transition back to spirit, there is no one sitting there judging us. What happens is we beautifully get to look back upon our life and see, oh, these are the lessons that I tried to learn and didn't. That's okay. These are lessons that I did learn. And look at the beautiful things that came out of it. Oh, look at the, the things that have opened for further healing because of these other lessons that I learned. Where did I fall short? Where did I exceed expectations? It is your own soul that looks back at your life. And then in the next lifetime, you move forward and you make more shifts and more changes so that you can continue growing. Life is not black and white. It is a beautiful array of experiences, thoughts, feelings, beliefs, lessons, challenges, all of the things. Someone who has been through an abortion deserves no more judgment than someone who has had a miscarriage, than someone who has, a, has had a live birth. That's it. So if you are sitting in judgment of someone else's choices, I would ask that you take a step back and again, see where these things are coming from.
Why are you feeling this? Why are you thinking this? Is this the ultimate truth? No matter what. We get to receive gifts and lessons in this life. We get to choose healing. We get to choose not to heal. We get to choose to open our eyes or bury our hands in the sand. And although things will take us away from our highest alignment or put us in our highest alignment, nothing is going to send us backwards. And you know, whether you've had an early an early birth miscarriage, an early birth abortion, whatever it is, those experiences are putting you on a different path. Always trying to bring you into your highest alignment. You know, maybe that woman that had an abortion would have been a terrible mother had she birthed that babe into the world at that point in time. Maybe she had to go through such significant deep healing that when she does bring a babe into this world, and if she does, she will end up being this beautifully empowered mother who helps her child really reach their full soul potential in this lifetime. You don't know all of the intricacies of the paths that were laid out. There are always reasons behind things. And things happen for us, not to us. And that's a beautiful thing. So with this, If you have experienced early birth, if you have experienced struggles of infertility, whatever it is, I want you to know that you are deeply worthy of love, of respect, of understanding, of forgiveness that you are worthy of healing, that you are worthy of help and support. There is no shame in this. And any emotions, thoughts, beliefs that this invoked today, I want you to sit with them. And where you need healing, where you feel that there are some shifts that I need to make, maybe you don't even know how to make them. Reach out for help, whether it's to me, whether it's to someone else. Follow that guidance, because that guidance is coming from spirit, it is coming from your spirit team, and it is coming from your spirit babes. And you are here 
listening to this podcast for a reason. So trust that there is a lesson, a message, a beautiful gift within this. If you want support from me, we can do healing sessions together. We can do coaching together. I'm happy to help and support. You can go to my website, AnastasiaBurtnick.com and book a service. You can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook or by email. Everything is out down in the show notes. I would love to support you through this. And if there's someone else you're feeling called to work with, do that too. Because beautifully, spirit is here to support us. And when we are ready, the teacher, the healer, the support will come as long as we're open to receiving it. I love you. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Thank you for sharing your heart with me, for being open, for receiving the gifts and the lessons today. And thank you for hearing my vulnerability. I love you so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you 